Welcome to Hey Esper. Yeah. Yeah. We're back again. Guess who's got wasting away 18th century woman's disease? It's you. It's me. It's always me. <laughs> I know it's... the doctors call that depression nowadays, but uh, I was told that depression just makes people sad, and yeah. it makes me feel like I'm wasting away. It sounds like you got a character issue. Yeah, <laughs> sucker. That's what, that's so what I if I cough a lot, yeah. please excuse me. It's because I have what Beth had and a little woman. So <laughs> I'm going to die at the end of this recording. Yep. All right. Well, what are we talking about today, boys? We're talking about things that we hope, like series or things that we absolutely love with all of our hearts, but never want to see them adapted into anything else. Yep. Wait, we never want to see it adapted? That's how I read that. Or we wish that it could be adapted. We wish it would never be adapted. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. Yeah. Like, it's unadaptable. Like, or like, to, like it could never be what you wanted it to be. Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like you know the old adage, the book is always better. Right. Yeah. Well, a, I don't think that's a hundred percent true. Right. But b, sometimes like they could do the best they possibly could do with an adaptation. It's never mm-hmm. going to be as good as the original because yeah. the original is so tied to that medium. Yeah. yeah. And you have X number of hours to read a book. Yeah. You're t- you like sure like there are a couple of movies that are three to eight hours that one eight hour one being like an art project and it's just a picture of i think it's skyscraper for like eight hours and it's like eight hours of looking at this building Hmm. so sure that kind of counts but you have like what the third uh, lord of the rings movie that's what three and a half hours yeah so you have like sure you have almost four hours for that but at that point just make a fucking miniseries yeah yeah which I think someone's trying to do eventually. Yeah, I think Amazon's trying to do that. Something. Yeah. Of that skyscraper thing? Fuck yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. During the skyscraper part, I was like, what the fuck is Ben talking about? Yeah, I'll see I've if I can. I mean, that's how I feel whenever you talk, but like more yeah. here. I'll see if I can find it. It's like this, uh, it's not really avant-garde because it's just a skyscraper, but it's like this thing. I'll see if I can find it. But yeah. We're also going to talk about things that have, have been adapted into like movies, but are unadaptable. Like, and failed because of that. Oh, okay. Things yeah, that yeah. were bad adaptions. Yeah, bad bad adaptations that like, no, duh, this was going to suck. Yeah. And maybe it could be adapted by like the right creative team, but they're very hard adaptations and it's mm. probably not going to happen because Hollywood is a you know, soul-sucking, money-guzzling machine, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Nobody yeah. creates true art anymore, yada, yada, yada. Very true. <laughs> Disney has killed art, so. If you're, if you're looking for what we're talking about, watch Get Shorty on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. If... If Spider-Man is named Art, then yeah, Disney killed Art. <laughs> yeah, and blamed Sony for it. Yep. <laughs> Why would Sony do this? My my favorite meme is of like Patrick Starr covered in different IPs that Disney owns yes. and covered in candy. And he's like, you're not going to let me have Spider-Man? I'm going to starve. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that episode. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah, uh, Disney can suck my dick right now. Mm-hmm. Like, am I still going to see the third Star Wars? Yes. Will I be oh, crying absolutely. the entire time? A hundred percent. Yes. They own my balls. However, <laughs> I also hope that Cats is the highest grossing movie of the year yes. because it's not a fucking Disney movie. Fucking Unless yes. it is, in which case, yeah. 
You know, I don't really care for superhero stuff, but I'm kind of excited about that Moon Knight thing. Mainly just because of the Moon Knight memes. What what's what? What are you talking about? I, on Disney Plus. I missed the news on this. So they're like they announced like four like a bunch of like new little shows for right, Disney yeah, Plus. I know they're, oh, like they're doing like She Hulk, and... Mrs. Marvel, or Miss Marvel, or yeah. And Moon Knight is one of them. Okay. And I just really enjoy the memes, but I'm very curious how close those memes are to what Moon Knight is. Like, there's this one where Moon Knight calls, like, the Avengers or something. Hmm. And he's like, where's Dracula? That goddamn nerd owes me money. And Spider-Man is like, you drunk asshole. He's not here right now. And then, like, another frame, Moon Knight is descending into fucking, like, Transylvania into, like... um, the castle dracula thing and it's like just calling dracula a huge goddamn nerd and i'm not that isn't me paraphrasing those are like things i've seen on the internet i'm th- i'm pretty sure that's the plot to castlevania right kind of sort of <laughs> <laughs> what what is a man but a little <laughs> pitiful pile of secrets trevor yep. belmont just crashes through the house yeah. fucking roof nerd alucard where's and my then, money and then whips him to death yeah. Ooh, kinky yeah i saw the first season of castlevania and by god when i get a netflix subscription i'll see the second too mm-hmm. um but yeah like bad adaptions but bad adaptations based off the things we love but not even just like bad adaptations yeah adaptations that could have never been good yeah because there are some adaptations like i'm not hugely fond of the harry potter movies yeah My girl but if they made a harry potter like game of thrones style we're yeah. fucking doing the oh, shit out yeah. of this yeah everything's gonna be super accurate to the books but not so accurate that we get bogged down and stuff that's unimportant like i don't need to know that another name for the elder one is the death stick yeah i do know that <laughs> but you don't i, I be... have that knowledge but i don't need it reiterated to me in a television yeah. show mm-hmm. but you know who might need something reiterated to them the fact that the marauders are actually james Sirius, uh remus and peter which is never mentioned in the third fucking movie and that is the one that yeah. everyone says is the best adaptation that's the worst one i think it's because it's a lot of people's favorite book yeah. So they yeah. automatically think that it's they're also their favorite of the yeah. movie. And I will say of the movie, it is the one that like let everybody lets go of their asshole, which they've been keeping too tight a little bit in the first and second ones. Yeah. yeah. And the actors who they got to play everybody, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But they miss major plot points. Like oh, shit yeah. that's really important for yep. the rest oh, of the like series. Like the fucking firebolt. Like yeah. the fucking firebolt. Or the Marauders at all, or yeah. why why James became an Animagus. They don't even mention that he was an Animagus. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. They glaze over so much goddamn th- shit. They really, and this is shit that's important to the rest of the series. Like, yeah. I can't imagine never having read the books, and then um, Harry, at the end, you know, he sees his Patronus, you know, fully corp- corporeal Patronus for the first time, and is like, oh, Prongs, which is the nickname for my dad. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I would just, if I had never read the books, I would just be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. What the fuck? Like. Because that's a huge goddamn thing at the end of the book. Oh, yeah. He casts Patronus. He's like, oh, shit, that wasn't my dad. That was me from the future protecting me. Yeah. Mm. And the reason why my Patronus is a stag is because my dad turned into a literal goddamn stag. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I carry part of him in me, even though he's dead. Mm -hmm. So wherever James Potter went. It was a stag party. You're damn right. 
You're damn oh, right man. it was. <laughs> That's the exact kind of joke. <laughs> That's that James that would James want. Would that is the legacy of. that he would want. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one part in the fifth book. It's right after Snape's worst memory, mm-hmm. and uh, Harry like is like determined to talk to Sirius and Remus about what a fuckwit his dad was when he was 15. Yeah. And Sirius is like, it wasn't that bad. And Harry goes, he kept ruffling his hair. And he sounds so embarrassed. Like you can read the embarrassment in the book. And I saw a post once that was like, I am glad that even from the grave, James Potter got to be an embarrassing dad. (laughs) (laughs) But enough about oh, Harry man. Potter. We'll be here all night. Yeah, yeah we will. Oh, man. So while I'm not fond of the Harry Potter movies for several reasons, like mm. all of the adult casting is, I mean, they're great actors, but they're absolutely the wrong ages. Yes. With the exception of like Dumbledore and McGonagall. Right. Yeah. I think someone, and Bellatrix. someone did the math and uh, Maggie Smith is actually like just a couple years younger than actual McGonagall. Yeah. Mm. So good job there. Yeah. yeah. Also, Maggie Smith is amazing. Mm-hmm. But like all of the Marauders era people are oh, supposed yeah. to be in their 30s. Absolutely. And they're all played by actors in their 50s. Yep. Yeah. Gary yeah. Oldman. Uh, fucking. Don't remember who plays David Thewlis. Yeah. 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 Even Snape. He's supposed to be like in his 30s. Yeah. And again, amazing actors did a great job with those roles. Mm-hmm. Totally inappropriate ages. Yeah. The fact that Alan Lily. Regman, I totally blanked on his name. Yeah. Lily and James show up as like goddamn 30 year olds when in the mirror of error said. Yeah. When they died at like 20. Mm-hmm. And they, that's they were of, 22 when they died. Yeah. And that's part of how tragic their death is, is that they were so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, guys, come on. So, yeah. So, we're not doing things like Harry Potter. Because even though <laughs> yeah. those aren't great adaptations. I could sit here all day. Yes. We could. Yeah. We could. <laughs> so, even though those aren't great adaptations, there is a conceivably good adaptation that could be made. Absolutely. Yeah. If some company like Amazon or HBO or Netflix was just like, nope, we're doing this totally fucking right. Yeah. And I like, mean, they've already made a very Potter musical, so we can't get much better than that. I mean, you're right. There's no, there's no beating that. But <laughs> I feel like if somebody did it in the style that Netflix did, a series of unfortunate events where they spent two like hour long episodes on each book, or even just I like, think you or would longer. need more. Yeah, you a would, book a season. You would need at least like five hours to get through Order of the yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, I could see that. Like, like uh, that's what I mean. Like, spend a couple hours. You could do shorter seasons. You wouldn't have to be like the normal twenty-four episode oh, or yeah. twenty-three yeah. or whatever. You could do like ten, thirteen episodes, yeah. but a book a season. I mm-hmm. think would be, I think would be appropriate adaptation length. Yeah. Like, do like eight episodes, and like you could you could hit everything every fan wants to see. You could hit all the important stuff, and make it look fucking good. Yeah, and that's pretty much what fucking Stranger Things is doing. Even though I think it's just a TV show, I don't think it's adapted from anything. Yeah, yeah. no, it's straight up original. Yeah, you can easily binge that on a Saturday you have off. Well, and you could also you could also just watch the, the cool Goonies. thing. I, well, yeah, that too. But the cool thing, Ben <laughs> is like, you. I don't even want to look at you right now, Travis. Don't even don't even put Stranger Things that low. Oh man, the Goonies is amazing. Yeah, I don't the Goonies know what is you're amazing. Talking about it's not that where do you good. put Super Eight in this? Never seen okay, Super Eight. Okay, Super Eight's oh, Super really not that great. You don't think so? No, I don't. I love Super Eight. It's okay. It's mm. pretty. It's okay, but it's not yeah. like legendary like the Goonies is. 
You're right. Did, didn't uh, what's his fuck uh, old white director? I know this like. Oh god, you're gonna have to be more yeah, specific. Way more. Steven oh, Spielberg. Didn't yeah. he make Super Eight? He did Super Eight. Did yeah. you know he originally was uh, put on? Was J.J. Abrams. I think they were they were both in on the project. Man, okay. I don't know. But I was just wanted to bring up Steven Spielberg because we were talking about Harry Potter. You know, he was he was originally asked to direct the Harry Potter, the first really? Harry Potter movie. Oh shit! And you know why he got removed from doing it? Why? why? He wanted Harry Potter to be American. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. Why, the fuck? Would you ever? Would you change something that integral? Dude, I can't. I can sit here all fucking. So I got back into Avatar recently, and I've been rewatching The Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. Which don't at me. You're y'all are all right. It's not as good as Avatar: The Last Airbender. Y'all are all correct. It's not trash either. It's okay. I'm talking to the listeners right now. Oh, okay. Y'all are fine. I was gonna say I've never really. I've never watched The Legend of Korra. I've only seen the first half of the first season of The Last Airbender. Okay. Well, I love The Last Airbender. Uh, the only Avatar thing I've seen is that James Cameron movie. Great. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, those are they're pretty much the same. Uh, and that they're both dealing with avatars. So, Avatar The Last Airbender is great. The Legend of Korra is also fine, just not as good. Can we all move on? Mm-hmm. No. The point is, is that there are people who didn't... Nickelodeon didn't want The Legend of Korra to happen because they were afraid that boys wouldn't get into a female main character. Right, yeah. Like, it is insane how scared Hollywood is of anything anything changing. So I guarantee yeah. that Spielberg was like, well, this is an American studio. We're trying to get American audiences into it, and they're not going to want to watch about a little British boy. What's hilarious is that that was like the highest selling book for like a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Why the yeah, that's just fucking moronic. Because people in Hollywood are always a little bit behind the times. Yeah. Like that's, always. Yeah, that's fair. Like yeah. I mean, Venom just came out and nobody wants to see gritty, dark superhero movies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't since the two thousands. Yeah. Like I mean, there are some people who are super into it, but more in a meme sort of way than yeah. a Yeah. Like we, we got yeah. the Dark Knight, and that was the peak of it. And, and then, then it everybody was, all was like, action. "We are done. We are yeah. done with this. Yeah. We only want bright." As Iron Man came mm-hmm. out, and he cracked some jokes, and everybody yeah. was like, "Fuck oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm into." Well, and then by the time uh, Dark Knight Rises came out, mm. or yeah, Dark Knight Rises was like, "All right, we get it. Yeah, we're yeah. done. We're done with this." I feel like everyone's just done with the dark movies as a whole because even with like. <coughs> the Brian Cranston Godzilla movie and Godzilla War or King of the Monsters that came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Those were just fucking dark movies. And I don't mean that in like a plot way. I just mean that cinematically they're fucking dark and kind of hard to look at and know what's going on. Right. That was kind of true with especially the Dark Knight and Batman Begins. At points, it's just pitch black on the screen it's like what the fuck is going on in this oh, dude. G- give me a fight during the day yeah honestly that's kind of why the dark knight rises is kind of the best movie out of those three because, yeah, because you can they see actually everything. do shit in the daylight yeah <laughs> i am here to tell you people like dark stuff but mm-hmm. they like dark comedy yeah, yeah. and not everyone but yeah. people do they like dark comedy they like twisted shit that happens, yeah. but mm-hmm. they want it paired with a little little something. Yeah. yeah. Give me Anthony Chestnut in the snow. Exactly. In the daytime. Yeah. 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 I get that. I get you. <laughs> I feel like you're just saying that. I get you. 
I think this best translates to the Twilight Princess Wind Waker divide. Yeah. And yeah. that people were like, oh, man, mostly American fans were like, oh, fuck Wind Waker. It's so cartoony. I want to see an adult link, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, if you play Wind Waker, that game is very dark. Oh, yeah. It really is. The it's plot of it is super dark. dark. Yeah. The, uh, the, Ganon, the shit that happens is super metal. The character of Ganon is the most sympathetic and most tragic he has ever been yeah. Yeah. in that game. And that's the same Ganon from like... Ocarina, Ocarina of, of time, time and Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Well, not Majora's. Ocarina of Time. There you go. The Majora's Mask period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Twilight Princess comes out. And yeah, it's a lot more adult and darker and grittier and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But nothing that happens in Twilight Princess is like anywhere near as fucked up as what happens in... Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Oh, yeah. Which is very true. And I feel like if people had just said, hey, we just got a Child Link game with Majora's Mask, we would like one where he's an adult. I feel like that would have been a way better way to verbalize that rather than just say, I hate cartoony Link. He's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially since they were planning a sequel to Wind Waker, which is supposed to feature an adult toon Link. That would have been cool as fuck. And it was supposed to be Twilight Princess. Oh. I feel like... The visuals from Wind Waker would have suited tw- uh, Twilight Princess a little bit better. Yeah, I'm. I kind of dig what we ended up getting. Oh, but I love I, Twilight Princess. But mm-hmm. you can easily, with that knowledge, you yeah. can be like, yeah, that fits, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Twilight yeah. Princess, but it is not the grim, dark, bad, bad game that everyone thinks it is. Right. Whereas Wind Waker fucking is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. Wind Waker ends with. Uh, Link jumping into the air and plunging a sword in Ganon's skull. Like, yeah. that's yeah. pretty fucking metal, guys. And uh, Twilight Princess has a dude in shorts. Yeah. Like, real short shorts. Yeah. Running around handing out mail. Yep. I was trying so. To, I have the Wind Waker side. Like, Wind Waker is what. Like, you know how pumped up kicks sounds really happy and, like, sounds really peaceful? Yeah, oh, and then yeah. it's about, oh, like, a like a sound-wise? Yeah. But it's about a school shooting? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. any mountain goat song. It's like, yeah. oh, this is a nice cherry song. Oh, it's about a divorce. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Everything's terrible. Whereas, like, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm pretty sure Wind Waker is remembered more fondly than Twilight Princess. Oh, it absolutely it is. It is now, yeah. Yeah, because of because of that yeah or not entirely because of that but i mean people think it's a better game i don't totally disagree Mm. i just love twilight princess so much Mm -hmm. it's like we got totally off topic by the way yeah we're yeah we're way off the rails it's okay but i feel like it's a good conversation it is a good Mm -hmm. conversation do we want to like take this moment since we're all like very being self-aware to like pull ourselves back to the topic uh, Travis, what's something you sure. don't want to see adapted? Yeah. yeah. Uh, something I don't want to see adapted because I think it would be almost impossible to adapt is mm. the book House of Leaves. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Like, I mull this over in my head a lot. I'm like, I could see how it could be adapted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like, um, if you do weird side flashes between like the character in House of Leaves who is reading the Navidson record and then you get flashes of the film like the film footage of the Navidson record mm-hmm. yeah and I can see how it could work but I don't think it could ever really capture the true like horror of it all on screen I can dig that yeah I have one too What's and that? I agree I don't think you would ever adapt House of Leaves mm-hmm. well and uh, it's especially because like the book the book is a piece of art 
in itself. You know what mm. you could probably adapt it as, actually? What's that? An animated movie. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, over live action. It would I, It would almost have to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have something that has been adapted, and it totally fucking flopped. And of course it did, because... Okay, what's something... Have y'all ever taken, like, a creative writing class or, like, a screenwriting class at all? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you remember your teacher ever being like, voiceover is trash? Everybody hates voiceover. Mm-hmm. Okay. A, a sign of a bad movie is if in the first couple of minutes there's voiceover, especially if it continues throughout the entire fucking film. Or, like, just narration over the video? Yes. Yeah. Narration. Like, well, you're probably wondering how I got here. Yeah. yeah. Like, when we watched, um, what was that movie? Uh, uh, the book, the, the books that you really liked. Oh, Cirque du Freak. Yeah, Cirque yeah. du Freak. Like, yeah. when, when y'all watched Cirque du Freak, and it was, like, immediately. I'm going to throw out the, the perfect exemption for this rule. Sure. What's that? Goodfellas. Well... That begins with one of the most badass narrations, and the whole goddamn movie is beautiful. I mean, in that in a very dark way. I think way. if you have a good enough movie, yeah. then it can be tempered. Yes. But if you're just a movie, and I'm already like, I don't know, this seems kind of schlocky. Like, think Last Airbender. Speaking yeah. of Avatar. Or the what? Shyamalan movie. The, sh- yeah. the Shyamalan I think I only watched like 30 minutes of Dragon Ball Evolution, but I think it had voiceover at the beginning. It's a crutch that movies use, especially adaptations when it's like, oh, we have a lot of information. We need to get to the audience Mm -hmm. and not a whole lot of time because this is an adaptation. So time to condense it in a fucking voiceover. I think another exception to the rule is um, Fellowship of the Ring. And Star Wars. Which it, technically isn't a voiceover, yeah. but yeah, you have to read. Obviously, there's plenty of exceptions. I mean, yeah, because technically, sure. Star Wars, every Star Wars movie starts in media rest. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at least, so at least if you're going to do voiceover, so voiceover isn't always bad, but if you're going to do it, then by God, keep it short mm-hmm. and make sure it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Like in The Lord of the Rings or in Goodfellas. Yeah. Mm. So here's the problem with this particular work. The book, in the book, the narrator is essential to the work. And that book is The Book Thief. It is a Holocaust book. Yes. Well, Mm -hmm. Holocaust is maybe the wrong word. It's a book about a young German German orphan during World War II who steals books that the Nazis are burning. And her adoptive family also hides a Jewish uh, boxer. Mm -hmm. So... If you just heard that synopsis, you'd be like, I don't know. I've read a million books about World War II, and I've seen a million things about World War II. What makes this different? It's narrated by death. Yeah. And it's it a bit hard. changes everything to yeah. get death's like thoughts on what's happening mm-hmm. while you're reading. Yeah. You can't not have death narrating it and have mm. it be as good. Yeah. And they made a movie and they cut death out as the narrator because nobody wants to listen to a bunch of narration. Yeah. But that just makes it a super bland movie that I've already seen a thousand times. Yeah. Mm. You gotta have death. You have to. Yeah. That's think, what makes it. I think there could have been ways to incorporate <laughs> death into it somehow. Like just have him like 
either literally be a character yeah. or something. Like he's always looming in the shadows or something like that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that he spends so much time talking in the book and he never interacts with the main character or the story that's going on until the very end when he literally collects the main character who has died. Damn. Mm. Like, that's, I mean, spoilers for this very old book. I'm not going to feel mm-hmm. too torn up about it. Yeah. yeah. The last line of the book is one of those ones that just absolutely punches me in the gut and it's said by death and the way the book is set up is that it'll have like the story but then it'll have these little breaks where death will be like a note from your author here's how i feel about this whoa and like he'll start out a chapter being like collecting souls is heavy work and i have spent so much time flying over the concentration camps Mm. and collecting these souls Mm. And it hurts my heart so much to see this. Wow. And that, that's the other thing that makes it so special. Because I feel, and the reason why I feel like just having him lurking in the background wouldn't work is that um, there's, not he's, a... he, there's no way to do it and have him be how he is in the book. Exactly. The last, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you what the last line is. And super sorry. The last line is a final note from your author. I am haunted by humans. And it makes it. It just makes everything. That literally just gave me shivers. Me too. (laughs) Just saying. And that's the thing. If you just had him creeping in the background, I'd be like, oh, there's a creepy specter. Mm. But in the book, he's like, because he's the narrator, you can't help but get his opinions and feelings on things. And you see that he's very, like, horrified and sad by what's going on. And the reason why he's telling the story of Liesl, the book thief, is because she... In all of this, like, terribleness, her and her family and her friends mm. are compassionate and kind. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you can't, you can't adapt that. You just yeah. can't. Unless you just bog it down with narration, which nobody fucking wants. Yeah. So, yeah. That's something that they adapted. And even when I heard of the, even when I heard they were going to make a new movie, I was like, how? Yeah. How are you going to do this? How are you going to do it well? Yeah. Yeah. And they did. They didn't even try. Mm. And it's not, it's very bland. It's yeah. not terrible, but it's not great. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about the stuff I'm thinking about. Because I was going to try and pick something a little bit different, but it goes along with what you're talking about because it just doesn't fucking work as what they did. Yeah. And it's mainly just video game adaptions of like movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, <coughs> the reason why action movies work for their hour and a half, two hour, five structure is that <laughs> there you go that's a joke for you guys but is like you only have an no hour and a half knows to... what that joke is yeah oh, that's <laughs> none a... of our I... listeners yeah yeah, yeah they, they don't have to it's for you guys for yeah. like literally you two you know like we podcast for ourselves yep. yep action movies like they work because they're only an hour and a half two hours and you're just like watching it you're just letting shit happen on screen you're yeah. enjoying it Turn like off going your brain. in exactly but if I'm playing a video game, I kind of want a little bit of stuff to chew on and a little bit of like shit to do and shit to feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard to make like Neo a playable character from the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Like those video games to feel good or the ones that I'm really thinking of, the Blade video games. Yeah. Because some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Mm-hmm. But yeah that's a quote from the movies but yeah they just don't feel good they don't work they're usually like bogged down from just like 
you have to worry about fans of like the existing IP, and you have to worry about making the video game feel good. There's just so much to worry about. I can't think of a good one other than like the Disney Genesis Super Nintendo games and some of the PlayStation ones. Right. Even a couple of those are still so goddamn hard that they aren't fun. Well, Mm -hmm. and that's why the best video game movie is still Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Because it's not a video game movie. Yeah. But it is at the same time. Have you seen Tron? The original or the new one? Yes. I mean, the, I think the what was it, Tron, Tron Reloaded or whatever yeah, it's called? Tron, uh, I mean, it was the longest Daft Punk music video I've ever seen. Fucking right. I mean, but. I love da- Daft Punk as, ne- <laughs> as much as the next questioning yet sure of herself bisexual, and yet. Yeah. But yeah, you're not wrong. They're not super great. Like, hell, even the, the OG one is still super goddamn dumb. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just, there's, there's a lot of... That's why Scott Pilgrim is the best one. Okay. There you go. But... I'm going to bring up two like real short ones that I think are like, I haven't seen them. I have seen the house of the dead one. I remember seeing it on like sci-fi, but it's like an R-rated movie. that got bogged down to like PG 13 for TV. So oh, it no. was extra bad. And cause it's, it's a fucking rail shooter. How yeah. the fuck are you going to make that into a movie? There is, mother trucker. There. <laughs> Hippie by day. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry, when you meet a stranger in the Alps? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, like, House of the Dead is a goddamn rail shooter. Yeah. There is no cohesive story between all of those games. It's just zombies are happening because this guy is crazy and has a lot of money. Sure, yeah. That's it. How are you going to make that last an hour and a half? Not very well. Yeah. And the other one is Alone in the Dark, which in and of itself is its own stupid goddamn story. Yeah. Do you have another one? Because uh, I do, kind I, of. I don't think I do. Okay. Here's my other one. I'm starting to wonder if an, a live action anime adaptation will ever be good. No. Okay, yeah, great. Oh, so. oh, settled then. Let's yeah. go. We're done. We can pack well, it up. I'll watch them if oh, they come out. No, I want to. I want to posit this for you. Okay. They made a live action movie of the series My Love Story, mm-hmm. and I think only that genre could work. As like live the action. slice of life, like slice of life romance mm. stuff. I think only those could work. You know what? I think anything fantasy or like you know anything like Death Note, anything like Cowboy Bebop is going to be. It's not going to. It's I'm, not going to satiate the fans. I'm going to nope. go ahead and say this. So I have been dipping my toes into the show Kiss Him, Not Me, which is about a young Fujoshi mm-hmm. who uh, is super fat and then one of her favorite characters dies and she doesn't eat for like a week and loses like a ton of weight. Wow. And then all of these boys at her school are like, oh, you're actually super hot. I want to date you. But she's a Fujoshi and has really no interest in men. So she's just like, y'all should date each other, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a comedy series. You're not supposed to take it that seriously. Don't oh, don't man. get bogged down. Yeah. That, is, that actually is pretty funny. Yeah. What is a Fujoshi? A fan of boys love. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about boys love on the show before. Think of the hands. Yeah, oh. and I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, we wowie hands. I actually was pretty hard on boys love uh, when we talked about yaoi hands. Yeah. And I'm retracting that statement. 
I think people should be allowed to enjoy what they enjoy as long as they aren't like telling other people to kill themselves. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. So. But, but that is my kink. <laughs> All right. Well, you need to calm it down. You Sorry. need to calm. Hey, Ben, calm it down. I will never calm these tits. You calm them down. No. You calm them down. There's barbecue sauce on them, and they're getting wild. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making a bunch of references. Oh, my God. Did I write a joke that's basically just the there I was barbecue sauce on my titties meme? You did. Oh, my God. <laughs> you did. I wasn't even thinking about it, but now that it's ha- now that Ben's referenced it, I'm like, holy shit. Oh, man. I also had a sauce on my titty once. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you were like, I think uh, in your joke, it's like apple jam or apple, apple butter. Apple butter. Yeah, that stuff gets everywhere. And the jo- the joke isn't just her laughing maniacally at some guy saying, "There I was, barbecue sauce on my titty." <laughs> the joke is, I can't believe my waitress didn't tell me. I had to look it up myself. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> See, it's not you just saying the uh, exactly. vine verbatim. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, it's an actual thing. I that put doesn't... work into it. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Validate me. You're welcome. Um. So, uh, but basically, I don't think. I mean, that could be adapted, but yeah. I think you'd have to be real goofy with it because oh, yeah. literally the first episode, she loses like a ton of weight. Because you, you her favorite character dies. You, I mean, you'd either have to do a whole bunch of crazy special effects makeup, or yeah. just have two actresses, or just like swap them out. Just like, mm. I mean, I don't know. I just think that that kind of stuff. There's something about like a lot of anime slice of life stuff that's just super silly and goofy. Yeah, and it's hard to translate that to real life because it's a fucking cartoon. Yeah, actually, how I feel about most animated things, I'm just like. Maybe we should leave this alone and yeah, just maybe let it, it be as it just is. Stay yeah. being animation. Like yep. uh, there's a new the Netflix is going to do a live action Avatar series, and it's going to be better than the M Night Shyamalan movie because yeah, it has the original creators behind it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to be praised because it'll be better than the M Night Shyamalan movie. And yet I'm still just like, why do we need this? Mm-hmm. Because we Avatar: don't. The Last Airbender was so good, mm. and you just can't do certain shit in live action that you can do in animation. Man, that's real goddamn true. Because <coughs> I doubt y'all have read because this isn't y'all's cup of whiskey or tea. They're already remaking the Resident Evil movies. Yes, I have heard of that. That being said, they're supposed to be a lot closer to the video games. Mm. That being goddamn Mm. said, Mm. I still don't think they're going to be that good. Yeah. Like, if they, if most of these adaptations we were talking about, with the exception of, like, some of the books that are just, like, the book thief, I just don't think you could do that in any medium. Yeah. But um, with some of these adaptations we're talking about, like, if they didn't do live action adaptations, you could do it. Yeah. It could be done. Well, I think that's why the Castlevania TV show works so well. Yeah. Even though I've only seen like an episode of it. I can't believe you watched it without me, you son of a bitch. But, I've been wanting to watch that with you for years. But <laughs> like, years. it works because it's animated and there's shit you can do. Like, that's why things you work. You can it. have somebody whip somebody's fingers off and it doesn't look stupid. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, you know, you're, you understand you're watching an anime and yeah. like, it like even more so than fucking Monty Python blood shoots out. Yeah, because yeah. it's cool and yes. badass and dumb. Yeah, yeah. But you're watching an animated movie, so your brains or an animated TV show, so your brain's like, this is fine. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. well, because I saw a thing that was like animation is more about interpreting the world and its feelings rather than actually showing it how it is. Yeah, yeah. which exactly. is why that's why the blood shooting out works, and that's why everyone can have elastic faces and all that. Yeah, yeah. and because... every, there's there's a sort of energy 
a sort of like just energy and like movement in animated movies and animated television shows that just cannot be translated to real life. Yeah. And that is why like Aladdin might be fucking great and they might do a shot for shot remake of Friend Like Me, but it's never going to be as good as the animated version Yeah, because you can do shit in animation that even if you're mostly animating the scene, you just can't force human actors to do. Mm-hmm. Or like The Lion King where it's just animals. Yeah. You know, the heavily emotive creatures. Yeah. <laughs> That are animals. With nuanced faces. Yeah. Yeah. See, if they had just like... if they had, And like, eyebrows. Yeah. Like, the, I think we talked about it maybe on the podcast before. I think it was the last episode. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't before that. <laughs> maybe, but yeah, still. So we won't go into it too deep. But just shit like that. Like, it's not going to work as good because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that somebody could do a House of Lee's adaptation if mm. it was animated. Right. I think, that's, I think there would have been a lot of really great video game movies if they were animated. Yeah. And not live action. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just Paul W. S. Anderson wanted to give his wife work, which I can't blame him. I like looking at Mia Djokovic too. Sure. Why not? Yeah. But think of how much cooler it would be if it was just goddamn if it was animated. animated. Yes. So. Yeah. And there are people who hate animated movies, and I'm real sorry for you. I'm sorry yeah, for you I'm being sorry wrong. That you hate yeah. life. Yeah. I'm here to tell you the best Spider-Man movie that has ever been made is an animated one. Yep. Sorry about it. Yeah. Even it's better the, than Disney one. Sorry. It's the TV show starring Neil Patrick Harris from the early aughts. You're right. That is what I was talking about. Thank <laughs> you for welcome. clarifying that. You're welcome. Yeah. And I think Tom Holland is a great Spider-Man, and I really like. I haven't seen Far From Home, but I really like Spider-Man: Homecoming. Hmm. But I'm here to tell you best spider-man movie is into the spider-verse yep it just is i watched like the second half of that movie it was pretty good it it's it's worth a full watch for sure it definitely is i mean now that you've seen the second half maybe like not totally worth the first half but yeah there's there's this moment in the first half that's so good and it's where my uh miles actually gets bit by the spider yeah do you remember this Uh and it's crit like (coughs) the colors are fucking insane and like you like you it's building up to this and you think he's going to have this huge reaction and then right after the spider bites him he's just like huh <laughs> it's so fucking funny yeah hell yeah and it's just really really well done yeah i think the closest thing that a live action thing will get to having the same <clears throat> energy as an animated thing mad max mad max yeah and also scrubs yes scrubs has a lot of because I'm I'm rewatching Scrubs right now, and every time I watch Scrubs, I think this could have been an animated series. Yeah, yeah. And they could have done even more crazy, like, shit. crazy shit with the gags. But I think that's why I like it so much is because it's like they're doing all this all these crazy gags yeah. in live action. Yeah, and it's like that takes so long to do. And yeah. there's a lot of really good uh, live action stuff. Like this is not me just being like, oh, it's trash on live action shit. But when you're adapting a work, yeah, from like a medium where that shit needs to be visually represented in a crazy way. Yeah. Like live action can cut it, but there's going to be some animation somewhere. Oh yeah. So maybe it's just better if we all didn't. CGI yeah. practical or whatnot. It's going to be some sort of effect and it's not going to be IRL. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. No. So yeah, so that's our treatise. Just make more animated things. Yep. Uh, great. Glad we met up. What episode are we watching today? Oh, I don't know. What's it called? Swap meat. Swap meat. Oh, and it's spelled M-E-A-T. Everybody's checking out the swap meat. 
Woo. So Sam and Dean are going to be in a sandwich shop. Yeah. And Sam is going to order like a cold cut sandwich. Like, and then he's going to swap out the meat he, for yeah. this stick. And then he's getting some like mortadella, oh. some salami, something like that. And then Dean is getting like a nice fried chicken sandwich. But then it turns out the person behind the counter accidentally swapped the sandwiches. Uh oh, spaghettios. And that's the only bad thing that happens. You keep predicting that, buddy. <laughs> I'm sure eventually keep, it'll be true. Keep, yeah. No. Yes, old black trains are coming. Swim around here. All right. Well, uh, maybe that is what happens. Let's find out right now. Woo. Hello, amigos, and all three million Satanists and witches across the mortal earth. And now it's time for Big Shot, the show that tells all about enemies of our dark lord and master, Satan. On today's menu is Hunter, former hell resident and heaven's meat puppet, Dean Winchester. And the good news is, he's worth all the kingdoms in the world which might not be here after Lucifer destroys all of humanity. What'd he do, Ari? He's wanted for saving people, killing demons, the family business. And he's just a big meanie. As per our standards, if you don't bring him in dead, then you don't get the reward. So go out there and hunt that hunter. So you can get a piece of the prize. And a piece of dead ass. Man, I have some thoughts. Don't we yeah. all? Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about what we liked about the episode first. Overall, I'm going to go ahead and say pretty forgetful. Yeah. Not a great... I mean, neither Ben or I really remembered it, and I can <laughs> yeah. see why. Yeah, I can definitely say this is not going to be the most memorable episode of the season. As yeah. far as, like, memes go... Okay, so last episode, there was a pretty popular meme, and this episode, a pretty popular meme came out of it. Not the most popular supernatural means. Like, yeah. it's no, yesterday was Tuesday, but today is Tuesday, too. I mean, too. you can't yeah. beat that. You can't beat that. Yeah. But uh, the pudding thing from last episode, right. that got memed around. And yeah. then um, the uh, the Sam drinking his banana daiquiri. Right, like, yeah. Which, by the way, is a drink I think you would drink. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> At the beginning of the episode, Travis was like, I feel called out by this episode. And yeah, I was it, like, was, it was very call-outable. Call yeah. yeah. So, um... So, yeah, uh, so this episode's pretty forgetful. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, with supernatural memes, you might remember these dark days, Travis, but back in the super hulock time period of Tumblr, <sighs> there was this thing where, like, people would start threads about something totally unrelated to supernatural. Yeah. And then somehow supernatural would get brought up. Yep. That was actually pretty, like, it was insane how many, how, like, related to the situation it was. Yeah. Specifically a response gif. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of the memes that I saw surrounding Supernatural, yeah, like, during that like, time. It was one of those things where Supernatural has a response gif for everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like how, um, what's that one uh, fighting game song? Who is it? It's the, the American guy in a fight. Is Mortal Kombat? Got to be more specific. Yeah, oh, fucking... got to be way more specific. Yeah. Gosh, maybe shit, I can't remember, remember the name of what it is, yeah. and then we might remember it. Yeah. 
Like, I'll, I'll I'll find out. Let's okay. continue. Right. But yeah, so that's so most of the memes that I remember being like real supernaturally are like the supernatural has a response gift to everything meme. Yeah. Of course, when your show's been going on for as long as it did, which it had been on for a really long time yeah. during the super hulak days. Yeah. Then. I would say peak supernatural Tumblr yeah. happened happened then. Well, I peak. know like The Simpsons because it's been on for thirty years. Right. It ha- it has gifts for everything and exactly. it's predicted Every everything. Situation. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The it's fucking The Simpsons did it first yeah. thing is a whole yeah. Giles theme. Yep. Oh like, yeah. Giles yeah. theme goes <laughs> with everything. Yeah. Um. So, but let's talk about specific things we liked about the episode, and then we can move into like other stuff. Yeah, it, it was kind of cool to see Dean be like, I don't know what the fuck's what bug has crawled into Sam's ass, but I like it. That yeah. was kind of cool, but he was still like, man, this uh, nope, this shit don't smell right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and say one of the things I kind of appreciated is that they didn't go whole hog into the. I know you're not you, yeah, because this yeah. person is mean to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Thing, yeah, you know, um. That's really popular. Like, yeah, really I'm, popular. I'm glad it was all the subtle stuff, like, well, Sam doesn't eat bacon cheeseburgers. Yeah, because he actually wants to live past 60. Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. Um, so, like, yeah, I I appreciate the fact that they didn't go whole, wholly into the whole, oh, well, I know you're not Sam because Sam and I haven't been real brothers for a long time, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It was kind of there. But they didn't outright state it, and I was mm-hmm. like, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I really liked... So, it was the, the whole episode was a Freaky Friday situation. Mm-hmm. And I liked how they had... Like... I, I liked the way they did the body switching. I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and Where say... Where it was, the like, Sam in the 17-year-old's clothes, then vice versa. I thought... I liked that. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and like say those. they made a choice. Yes. They Choices they were made. Yep. And I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that choice. I don't know if I would have preferred it to just be a standard. It's definitely unique. I will grant you that. Mm. Most body switching stuff, they just have the actors act differently. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how I feel. I think I I liked it because it was a little subversive of that. Yeah. And they still, you know, paid respect to the body switching by like any time there was a reflection. Yeah. I thought that was some cool like camera trickery, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I can dig it, but I don't know how I feel about it. Who who wrote this episode in the last episode? Um, Let's find that out real yeah, quick yeah. because, god damn it, y'all! Like, where are the jokes, man? Yeah, I don't where, know. Where are the fucking jokes? The whole joke was, um, the whole joke was like, oh. They swap bodies. Yeah. Like, there's a 17-year-old in this 27-year-old's body, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, we're going to have the sex. Oh, I just got this banana daiquiri, and like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like. By the way, at 17, which I would have been 17, well, let's see. How old was I when this episode would come out? 2010. So I would have been 19. Mm. So 17 had not been that long ago for me, and even I was not like, her, her, the sex. We're going to fucking do it. By the way, Supernatural. This is what we were talking about earlier when I was like, Hollywood is so behind the times. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Sam, so there's this moment where he's going through Gary's room and Sam is like, 
picks out like a Star Wars shirt and he's like, oh, this kid's a virgin. Guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nerds. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. For example, I just lost my virginity last week. So mm-hmm. very excited about that. Golf clip. I lost my virginity last night. Oh, man. You beat me out, buddy. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Fucking dorks. I got laid over Christmas break. At your parents' ski lodge? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so nerds have sex is my point. And yeah. I'm, I mean, even in Nerds 20, have freaky sex, too. They re- real weird. Real weird shit. Eric Kripke... Julie Siege and others wrote this episode. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Story by Julie Siege, Rebecca Desertine, and Harvey Fedor. Okay. All wrote, and then teleplay by Julie. Who wrote the last episode? Uh, let's see. Previous episode. Written by Andrew Dab and Daniel Laughlin. Okay. It's funny that Laugh is in his name, and we didn't. We didn't. Yeah. This episode and the last episode, there were some moments that I could tell the writers were like, oh, these are big comedy set pieces. Right, yeah. And they, and they were, were not. not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just that I'm not thinking about these jokes in a 2010 sort of mood. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe... This was 2010? Yeah. Yeah. Even by 2010, it was like everyone knew nerds were fucking. Yeah. yeah. A little tired. A little tired. You yeah. Know? Um, I'm also going to go ahead and say maybe in 2010, everybody was like, I guess it's cool if he uses another person's body to have sex with a woman. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that's, little. That's fine. I think. Like, Yet another time. Yeah. Sam's added bodily autonomy has been. Fuck yeah. goddamn. Add it to the motherfucking list. If they had gone the extra mile and had, <laughs> and had made the lady in the bar like a teacher at the kid's school. Mm. I think that would have been kind of funny. Yeah, it would have been uh, fucking a weird. Van Halen for my taste. A little, right. a little, it's a little, um, wedding <laughs> yeah. crashers, but if it had yeah. been like, yeah. instead of him having sex with her, because that just adds an extra layer of creepy. Mm-hmm. If she was like, Oh my God, this guy is super fucking hot. And he was like, Miss Bailiff. And then, you yeah. know, like comedy. Yeah. Like, See, yeah, that would have been funny yeah. if it was like, Oh, the teacher thinks he's hot, and yeah. it's like, you're my teacher, though. I didn't know I you had a life funnier. outside of school. Yeah. yeah, It's still kind of tired and hackneyed, but it's definitely, like, better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, and less rapey as well. Yeah. So, uh, definitely points uh-huh. for that. It's a little creepy. Let's talk about what's good about the episode. We did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. God uh, damn. Here's, actually, here's one other thing that I kind of liked. And so... All of heaven and hell are after Sam and Dean. Yeah. Sam and Dean have one fucking job, and that is to not get caught. And who finds them but three idiots? Yeah. Talk about failing upwards, three am I right? Idiot yeah. children. Yeah. That was something that I was like, all right. I appreciate this yeah. because I love like incompetent morons who accidentally incompetent their way into succe- succeeding. Yeah, yeah, fucking Lucky that Ted. Was pretty great. I don't know if Sam just Lucky was drinking Ted. that dumb bitch juice whole episode. Yeah, yeah. He gets hit by a dart gun twice. Twice. Fucking twice. I mean, honestly, Actually, though, let's be real. A fucking dart gun. Yeah. Sh- these morons. Yeah. yeah. Well. I mean, like, you ever been shot with a dart gun? No. I mean, no, it's Don't not fun. On it. yeah. yeah. Like, kids are sneaky with their tiny feet and small hands. Honestly, 
fucking 17. They're not exactly like children. But point yeah. still stands. <laughs> if Trevor had been like, and he shot it out of a fucking yeah. tube and been like, I did a project on the aboriginals. <laughs> I would have been like, this is, that would have been kind of funny. Fucking yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor would have dumped these. Now I'm just imagining that Trevor's parents are like big game hunters and that's why he yeah, has a crank rifle. Yeah, 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 they hunt men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, most, they most dangerous game ever. Yeah, but that's, that's why they had the holy perfect shit, stuff. That's a great story. Why don't we fucking explore that? Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck weren't Trevor's parents home? Yeah. We need to make TV shows, is what I'm saying. By the way, my best friend in high school was a guy named Trevor. Yeah. (laughs) Who was also super nerdy and, like, had parents with high expectations. So this entire episode, I would be like, I was like, this is if I was in love with one of my friends and we did this. Um, Can we just talk about the fact that, like, like... Yeah, everybody Ooh. was drinking that dumb bitch juice yeah. this episode. Can I also say the end of this episode reminded me of a fucking after school. It was more after school yeah. special than after school special. Yeah. Because it was like, look, kid, your life is pretty okay. <laughs> and that girl actually likes you. The thing that <laughs> redeems that is when Sam is like, oh, it was 100% lying. Yeah, I was him. like, oh, I lied to him. Yeah. <laughs> That was something else that I was like, okay, episode, you brought it back a little bit. Yeah. And if he had gotten the kid grounded, that would have been hype as fuck. Yeah. Like, just fuck with the parents, like, a whole bunch. I mean, I'm pretty sure that kid is grounded. Probably. He should be. That kid's been grounded for his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not an uplifting story. No. Um, So, yeah, that's, uh, those were the things I liked about this episode. Let's talk about the fact that everybody's drinking dumb bitch juice. Yeah. Yeah. Dean doesn't check for his cell phone the entire the fucking time. episode. Yeah. So Gary is the teenager who steals Sam's body and is like, he's like immediately. Yeah. Um, and is acting, the, he is the most obvious about the oh, fact that yeah. he is not Sam Winchester. He might as well tattoo it to his face. It's like yeah. he, he didn't even try. <laughs> he... he it's just one of those gold, wonky gold stars you yeah. barely tried. Speaking of 2012 Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if his parents were actually that goddamn strict, he would have been way better at lying and way better at hiding shit. And, oh, oh like, yeah, well, for sure. Maybe, like, it was just, it was his first chance to be free. That's when he was just, like, total guard down. I'm not getting caught. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, Gary, so Gary steals, we're, we're talking about, Everybody was drinking that dumb bitch juice. Um, Gary steals all of Dean's cell phones and yep. throws them in the dumpster. And then Dean proceeds to not even check his for a phone yeah, for never. the rest of the episode. And maybe, I don't know, maybe back in 2010 when everybody, when the majority of people had flip phones, you weren't glued to your phone like we are now. Nope, that's not true. I was texting my buddies all damn day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I sure as shit was if I had like, I don't know. Uh, you know, paraplegic father figure who think... was researching the apocalypse for us. Oh, yeah. you're talking <laughs> about... And an angel buddy I had to keep uh-huh. in touch with. Yeah. yeah, I think in 2010, I think I had finally gotten my first, like, smart smartphone. Yeah. Uh, like a smartphone that wasn't a Blackberry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm on that shit all the time. Like, I could access the internet on my phone. I was hype about it. I didn't get my first smartphone until, like, 2012. I was super late to yeah. the game. <laughs> I, got, I couldn't afford it, honestly. I got one when I got my first job, and after I bought my first car <laughs> mm-hmm. with money from that job. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So, yeah. So, uh, another example of somebody drinking their dumb bitch juice. Uh, the demon doesn't immediately murder Sam. Fuck yeah. yeah. Leaves him there. For what? For why? For him to escape. and I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't fucking. Yeah, no clue. Like, well, she, I guess because she doesn't need Sam. She just needs Sam's body. Exactly. So murder Sam. Yeah, she just killed Trev. Just oh, one's two bodies. Right. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? You're right. And yeah. she's probably going to kill what's Nora, two too. two dead children bodies? Yeah. Well, I guess that, <clears throat> that body had plot armor on it, too. Both both of the bodies had plot armor. Yeah. Which I mean, it, yeah. Yeah, it's like super armor to start off a combo. But yeah. what I'm saying is... You're drinking that dumb bitch juice. Yeah. Also, yeah, but I feel like most low-tier demons are these days. So why didn't Sam start... And if all they had to do was speak an exorcism at the demon, why didn't Sam start that shit immediately? Mumble that shit under your breath. Yeah. I think you have to say it like loud enough. <laughs> you have to let the what, demon know. What, do they have know? to fucking hear it? Like this is an episode of you Hawk show? Yes. Come yeah, on. Uh-huh. Straight up. You gotta yeah. yell spirit gun at them if you're <laughs> yeah. gonna shoot them. If you want to shrink your opponent, you have to make sure they don't have swamp junk in their ears. Yeah. Swamp moss. So, swamp algae. Swamp ass. <clears throat> oh man, if you get swamp ass, you're not getting any magical yeah. penetration there. Damn right. Um... Look, a Yu Hakusho reference that felt organic. Yeah. yeah. Hey. And wasn't shoehorned in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ben. Hey. <laughs> it was fun at the beginning because it just happened, but now. We made a Yu Hakusho was, reference in a while. It was our own uh, Supernatural has a gift for everything. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, Fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, this is me just pointing out dumb plot holes now. Yeah. Um, the real the real everybody was drinking that dumb bitch juice was uh, obviously the three teenagers yeah. for doing any of this at all. Gary for um, not uh, uh, acting more, even attempting to act more like not, not yeah. himself. Yeah. And then Dean for not checking a phone at all. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the entire time. That was just, just pat, pat your pockets, man. Yeah, yeah. you don't check that shit on the. Re- I'm so terrified of losing my phone. I'm constantly like, phone, keys, wallet. I'm good. Yeah, spectacle, testicles, wallet, watch, <laughs> out the door. Yep. Anytime yeah. I leave a venue, I'm like, oh, do I have everything on me? Exactly. And Dean has like thirty phones. Yeah, so you assume he'd like look for one. Yeah, you would think so. At yeah. least once a day. Also, I can't believe that Dean wouldn't have some sort of that the Winchesters wouldn't have some sort of like, hey, just letting you know I'm not dead relationship with Bobby. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the the point, the reason why Gary is doing all this swapping body mess, is that he wants to so demons have put out a bounty on dean why mm-hmm. on dean i do and not yeah, sam i don't dean? know well they can't kill sam i know they can't kill sam but because if they kill dean then there's no michael sword why not yeah. both well because that lucifer doesn't have a perfect vessel then also well putting a bounty on both also it's kind of pointless to kill dean anyways it's pointless to kill both of them because their respective archangels will just pop them back to life. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. See, everybody's drinking dumb bitch juice. I just yeah, don't. Yeah, you know what? Fair. I mean, it put pressure on the Winchesters, that's sure. That's for sure. Do you think dumb bitch juice, what do you think it tastes like? Mmm, Kool-Aid. I bet it tastes like banana daiquiri. You're damn right. That was a, that was a better answer than what I was thinking. I was. I bet it tastes like... Um, I was going to say tab, but that's not like bad. like White Claw. 
Yeah. yeah. There is a relevant reference. There you go. It tastes like, um, like mixed pre-mixed margaritas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Any any alcohol that's dangerous because it's too good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just sucking them down. Yep. Yep. That's dumb bitch juice. Yeah. That's what it tastes like. White Claw is just like better Lacroix. <coughs> yeah, because it's alcoholic. Yep. But yeah. So I haven't had it. It's fine. I don't really get in with what the kids are doing these days. The meme culture. Yeah, I actually like the truly, uh, the truly hard salts are better than White Claw. I haven't tried it. It's, I bet it's the, good. Though. I think the flavors are way bolder. Okay. I like not your dad's root beer. I don't think they even make that anymore. They do. They do. I haven't yeah. seen it around. You know how you make better like alcoholic root beer? How? Buy your favorite root beer and then put Jaeger put Jaegermeister in it. Oh, because yeah. it's already licorice flavor. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I believe it. Yeah, because I've had it. Yeah, and it's really good. Fucking right. Um. Oh man. Unrelated. Related. I saw a article today where this mom was like. I was having five drinks a night because there's this mommy wino. I got to have my wine culture. Oh, geez. And people don't like want to talk to you about it when it's just wine and not heavy liquor. But think about the fact that like if I had been like it's 315, my kids just come home from school and I'm tipping back a shot of tequila. Like everybody would be up in arms about it. Yeah. And telling about how I'm a terrible mother. And I was like, this is totally valid. Yeah. Also, is five drinks of wine a night too much? Because then I am concerned. That is a lot. <laughs> You're right. That because is a lot. Because wine generally has more it does. alcohol per volume than a two ounce shot. Yeah. Also, just put wine in a smoothie, then put it in one of those like exercise like things with like a cap on it. Yeah. No questions asked. You can have or, those as Okay, the point is then. you stop drinking. <laughs> or, just, oh. or just open up a oh. box of Franzia, put that on your backpack, say it's a camel pack, you're good to go. Damn right. <laughs> okay, guys, this isn't about the judgment <laughs> that this woman was facing. Hey. She wasn't. That's the point. Yeah, I'm just saying if yeah. I could mainline Franzia, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sunset if blush. I could put that directly in the yeah. vein. No, get a pick line took that shit for Franzia. Just yeah. a catheter? <laughs> Straight to the vagina. <laughs> but Franzia. Yes. But Franzia. I need, I'd fucking do it. We're going to get double pick line, one side tequila, Boom. one side Franzia. Boom. 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 Three, three for three. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm going to inject. Anyways, we're part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna... I got to have my wine. Oh, yep. my God. This is my mom. It's wine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> How did we get on this? Because we don't want to talk about the fun. We were talking about dumb bitch juice. Dumb bitch juice. Yeah, you're right. That was it. Okay. Um, So everybody's drinking their dumb bitch juices episode. Uh, So the demons have put a bounty on Dean for dumb bitch juice reasons. And, huh? The fucking, the the picture that the kid (laughs) draws while he's possessed. Right. Amazing, by the way. Is his mugshot when he does blue steel from like, what, season one or two? Holy shit, are you serious? I'm pretty sure it is. Oh my god. That's a pretty good callback. Yeah. Right Holy fuck. And amazing that the demons would use that picture. Yeah. As fuck his yeah. like Mug identifying shot. shot. Yeah. That's just because that's how Jensen Ackles' lips go. Yeah. Like he's not even doing a face. He's just always doing His blue lips steel. are so pouty. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird sentence. I'm going to pull that back into I mean, my mouth. I mean, he's so full of angst. He's always pouty. Bam, He's like. Okay. Y'all don't have to do the face. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. Travis, I don't think you know how to be sexy. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, watch me. Sam. 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. These two assholes who, by the way, were drinking that dumb bitch juice. What you talking about? For like a minute. <laughs> trying to copy that face. Ben is still too- <laughs> Okay, for some reason, your eyes and mouth look like little assholes, and I can't handle it. <laughs> On an audio medium, like- y'all talk about things that can't be adapted. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, oh God. I'm the back. only one who can see it. Me, the cat, the other cat. Like, yeah. it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Should we take pictures for the Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, you should. Right. You should 100% do oh, wait. that. I'm not logged into the Instagram anymore, so one of you has to take oh, the pictures. Okay. Oh my God, log into our fucking Instagram. Here, just take pictures and I'll do it uh, when the episode actually comes out. Yeah. Right. Oh, wait, wrong side. I'm not there fucking doing this nonsense. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> All right, there's a picture. Sam. I just took a burst shot. That was weird. (laughs) Oh, God. Ben Ben took a picture of me, but he's taking selfies. (laughs) Oh, God. I laughed too hard to get the picture. I'm not doing it again. (laughs) Um, So... Why do the fucking demons do this shit? Because they're drinking that dumb bitch juice. Yeah. Well, I've said that they, so many times this episode. I'm going to stop. drinking that dumb bitch juice. Well, maybe they no were No more. Just, we can't talk about that anymore. Okay. They no were more having, dumb bitch juice. They were having such a hard time that finding TVJ. them. That TVJ. And like, there's just like a coast to coast satanic I mean, cult yeah, network. yeah, if you find Dean, Sam's probably not far behind. So. The yeah. SCN. Unless they're having a fight. Yeah, unless they're having oh, a one yeah, episode that's long true. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. That happened at the beginning of the season. Every season. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen like... Next episode. Two seasons from now, I think. Yeah, but I feel like they just were like, hey, let's just, I guess, put out into the satanic cult network, the SCN, that we can't find these guys and like maybe somebody can. Yeah, a witch, a not-witch. Yeah. On the SCN network, we have a news bulletin of Catch yeah, the Winchester news. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. This week in Winchester Hunt, the hunters have become the hunted. It's like the uh, it's like the show from Cowboy Bebop. Yes, it's like the the fucking who got shot. a bounty on him. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And oh. now time for a commercial. Yeah. Sorry. Oh my god. How I wish. Oh god. That's a new skit idea. I was about to say, and sometimes when you wish things, you have to bring them into reality yeah. yourself. You're fucking We're right. writing a fucking skit for this episode, boys. Yeah, we are. Bam. Bam. Okay, that was a very gentle high five, Travis. Yeah. I'm just worried about hurting my delicate wrists. Um, so, uh, Dean and Sam just happen to be in this town, and the reason why they're there is that their old babysitter is dealing with the poltergeist. Yeah. This is not important to yeah, the episode. No, this is because, not anything that happens. <clears throat> because it exists for, like, what, two scenes? This young, this the babysitter's, the former babysitter's daughter is like, oh, and by the way, apparently little Sam just used to go around and be like, my dad hunts ghosts yep. to, like, everyone, which is honestly adorable. Oh, yeah. Um... The, there's just also there's this really sad part where the babysitter is like, yeah, their dad used to leave him for two weeks at a time. 
And yep. even like the young girl was like, "That's fucked up, yeah, guys." The 14 year old girl was like, "Um, excuse me, what?" I'm 14, and all I want is for my parents to leave me alone, and that's really fucked up. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. we're gonna just yeah. all I want is for my mom to leave me alone, so I can so I can you know read and write supernatural fan fiction, and that's really messed up, guys. She's a Destiel fan, anyways. Um, that sounded like you until that last part. Huh? Sorry. That's what my voice sounds like? <laughs> no, this sounded like your childhood. That's, oh, you're that right. Was that was joke. my childhood. Yeah. Except we'll play Supernatural with Naruto. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that whole long bit I was doing about fan fiction, that felt like most of the jokes in this episode were yeah. just completely fell flat. Yeah. Um. Cut it out. Yeah. Cut it out. Um. I honestly don't remember if this if this episode if this episode and the last episode were like funnier when I originally watched them. I don't know. I don't remember watching either. I, like I kind of yeah. remember the pudding part from when I was a kid, and then being I going, remember huh. the pudding part. Just being like, huh, that was I think weird. Yeah, I think it's just uh, uh, such a good example of like comedy being of its time. Comedy. Like, Age is the fastest. Yeah, like like I was saying earlier, I was rewatching Scrubs, and like the first three seasons are just peppered with like general homophobia. Yeah, and sexism, and it's mm. just like I hate this. Yeah, it, it was a slog to get through the first three seasons again because I yeah. was just like, this <clears throat> is not as good as I remember it being. Yeah, yeah. because like we're yeah. different. We're all different people now. And then it finally, like, what I, the parts of Scrubs that I like finally start showing up in seasons four and five. The last two episodes of season four fucking have me in tears Mm. every time. But this comedy wasn't really, like, racist or sexist. It just wasn't funny. Yeah, it just wasn't funny. But was it funny back then? See, I don't know. But I I think, think... I think even at the time, the whole, like... Sam being blitzed out in his mind on pain pills was not was done. It was tired. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was funny to me because I was so much younger mm-hmm. and I wasn't like I it, don't know. It feels like the Freak of the Week episodes in this season so far that they're just trying to get through them to get to the plot episode. Yeah. yeah. For the first time in Supernatural history uh, or Supernatural histoire our histoire de supernatural. Um, that was the, Trey cool. The plot is the good part of the season. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, that's not true. This is the, the seasons one and two. The plot was so much better than most of the standalone episodes. But <laughs> yeah, but three and four. The... Three and four. Yeah, the like when we got to like the really plot heavy stuff, it was like okay, cool. And then we had individual episodes that were fucking amazing. Yeah. And then season five, it's like oh fuck yeah, the devil's here and he's played by our boy Sandpel, and everything's just getting super fucked up. And holy shit, did you see how dark that episode was? And Change the Channels was fucking hilarious. Yep. And then, like, we get to the standalone episodes, and it's like, can we skip past this? But we can get to... Let's get to that headliner bout. That boy. Yeah. Let's get to that boy. Let's get to the thriller in Manila. Is there any, like... Well, hell, I think we've gone through and kind of suggested numerous changes to make this episode better. But does it deserve to be better? Or does it just... 
is I think it's fine as it is. Yeah. yeah like, I don't, there's nothing inherently wrong with this episode. We're yeah. ragging on it a lot. Well, except for the bodily autonomy. Well, yeah. Weird rape scene thing. But we're ragging on this episode a lot, but it's really not that bad. It's mm-hmm. just forgettable. That did want to make me ask the question, if someone else possesses your body, kicks you completely out of it, sure. and uses it to have sex with somebody else, is that rape? And I, my immediate answer to that question is yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's using your body to It reminds do me. That? It reminds me of the town. episode like, of Billy and Ma- The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, where Billy, like Grim teaches Billy how to jump into people's bodies. <laughs> oh, God. And then he yeah. takes over Mandy's body. Oh, yeah. And then she fucks him up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought body, it, it reminded me of that a little bit. Body swap stories, possession stories, always just incredibly fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't think people realize, at least from my perspective, they are, because my body is all that I am. Yeah. Like, my mind and personality, that's completely stored inside of my body. Yeah. My mind would not be who I am if I wasn't in the body I was in. Right. So the idea of somebody else taking that, even if they've kicked out a separate entity like a soul, um, you know, even if somebody else takes that and kicks out all of my personality and my mind and things like that, that's terrifying to me. Yeah. Because then I wouldn't have my body, which has shaped so much of my experience. Yeah. Um... Because that's, that's, you know, I don't really, like, believe in a soul, so I don't even know how that would work, like, if somebody could just hop inside my body and take it over. Mm. Like, where do I go? Does my consciousness just stop existing? You go into Gary. Oh, God, please, no. Mm, mm, mm. Gary, Gary's life is... You know what? This is something we need to talk about. So, at the beginning of the episode... um, Sam and Dean, so they meet with their old babysitter, and there's this poltergeist plot that's not important to the rest of the episode, except there's kind of like a bonding moment where Gary's like, I guess I'm going to kill Dean now while we're dealing with this ghost thing. And the witch hits him? Mm -hmm. And the witch hits him, and then it hits Dean, and then Gary burns the body, so... And and then Gary's like, I guess I won't murder you, because I'm feeling attached to this person it's like how i feel whenever i listen to a podcast yeah like i'm not yeah. actually there we're not actually friends but i'm <laughs> like yeah i totally save you from a ghost and then we'd be best friends <laughs> that got too real for me yeah a little bit that's how i feel doing this podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're not friends oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm gonna tell you what just happened Arya's like sh- like stuck her fist out for bones, and then Travis goes in and she yanks it fucking yep. back. <laughs> I got the fucking cuttlefish. Yeah, you did. Yeah, sucker. Did y'all ever do that in high school? You did the like pound it jellyfish. Yeah. Oh, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to do like that. Bigger jellyfish. Yeah, because oh, I was man. a real cool kid yep. who had tons of friends, and nobody was bored by me. And no, there isn't another picture in the yearbook that says Brianne. <laughs> it's fine. They totally got my name right. Guys, we we had very different high school experiences. Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, we, I feel like we didn't. Yeah. Um. First off, like what would happen in my high school is like something like this: you go to shake hands. Yeah. <sighs> What are you, a fucking greaser yeah, from fucking Grease group. Lightning? Yeah. Like, yes. shit. Yeah, that's what would happen. I went to a very lame high wow, school. Wow, y'all are lame as shit. <laughs> yeah. Get with the fucking times. Yeah. No. Uh, Sam, Dean is like, do you ever wish you had that life again? Where, you know, the picket and the 2.5 kids and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Sam's like, nope, not anymore. I'm totally into the job now. 
I've just accepted this as my lot in life. I got beaten down by you and our dad and all of heaven and hell. I just got beaten <laughs> the fuck. They have crushed everything inside of me. There is no life or light left. There is nothing left. And now I am just accepting of my fate. Yeah. And Dean's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Let's get burgers and you get a weird salad shaker thing. Do you yeah. remember those? Yeah, remember those salad shakers? <clears throat> this episode was the salad shaker of this show. And that it's very much of its time and yeah. kind of bad because the lettuce is shit stained. Yeah. 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 Who orders salad at a diner? Like, come on. Even if it oh, is yeah. the Patriot Burger Diner. That reminded me. The whole, every goddamn time I saw the diner or, like, the uniform of the diner Patriot Burger, and I was I'm like... I'm proud to be an American. No, I was thinking of the Vandal song, Anarchy Burger, If You Think You're Free. America, like, America stands for freedom, but if you think you're free, try walking into a deli and urinating on the cheese. Like, I was trying to think of what would be the exact opposite wow, of that song. Wow, that's real cool and edgy, for, man. I mean, it's just, it's an old hardcore punk song. Oh, I know. Yeah. But I was trying to think what would be like the conservative right wing version of that. That would be their theme song for Patriot Burger. Uh And I'm proud to be an American. Um, We're going to get sued. Um, Probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They're going to take us for everything we're worth, which is about 40 bucks. Donate to our Patreon. Send us to Adult (laughs) Space Camp and then Disney World and then Harry Potter World. (laughs) Yep. I want to p- go on some rides. But yeah, who the fuck orders the salad shaker at Patriot Burger? It's not called Sam Patriot Winchester. Salad Shaker. No. It is not. Yeah, yeah um, you know that salad shaker is like at least eight days old. Yeah, yeah it might have the sell-by date being today, but... It got swapped no, out. it got swapped out. Oh, they just wh- put a new... If you pick up that sticker, there's another sticker. Yep. And then another. And, and then, then another. another. And another. Oh, it's it's upsetting. That's where Gary sees them. Gary works at the... Part of the plan that his parents have in place is that he works at the Patriot Burger, and then he goes to MIT. You think his parents would be like, nope, we'll pay for everything. You study all the time. Yeah, for real. You do nothing else. Especially if they want him to go to MIT. Yeah. Yeah, You have to study and get extracurriculars that will help you get into an Ivy League school, which is not working at the Patriot Burger. You fucking think that Sweater Vest could afford to send his kids to school? Well, if he wants to get scholarship. Oh, I'm talking about like the yeah, that was yeah. that was his whole thing is you yeah. need to study and and get good grades that way you can get a full ride. Yeah, because it's, it can't pay for. It. Yeah. To get into a school like MIT or Vassar or any Ivy League, yeah. like really old. I don't know if MIT technically counts as an Ivy League, but any school I, like that. Yeah. You not only do you have to have stellar grades, you also have to have you something about you that is like really outstanding yeah be a chess prodigy be a polyglot an olympic athlete like mm. shit like that like or just be from old money yeah, yeah. that too or just buy your way into it yep. gary is not from old money yeah so you think his parents would be like you don't have to work but you do have to become Bust a concert pianist mm-hmm. well like the mom says he has an ear for languages yeah so, so he could easily well you know as fictitious as <coughs> easily it could be to become a polyglot because he's already good at Latin. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And everyone knows if you're good at Latin, you're good at every language. Yep, yeah, that's 100% what people say for <laughs> yeah. some reason. That's not you go, true. You can go from Latin to Mandarin real easy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, why did I bring up Babysitter Club? Oh, for some reason, there's this thread this season where the show is trying to convince Sam and Dean that they actually have a really good life. 
Yeah. And Dean got it in The Real Ghostbusters, and now Sam's getting it in Swap Meet. And I'm just not buying it. No, I ain't buying what they're selling I either. mean, maybe it's yeah. just because I'm a fucking adult, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, sleeping in a shitty motel every day and eating burgers does not sound like a good or healthy life. Yeah. Well, at I th- the... I think you should eat the shake salad every once in a while. If if the world is about to implode sure. in a fiery mess, you can't just have like your two lead characters who are pretty fucking depressed yeah. and lead a shitty existence. They can't be like, oh, this is a shitty existence, but I have to defend it. Yeah. They have to be yeah. like, this is, this life thing is pretty great. Yeah. I think those moments are supposed to be like audience surrogates moments. Yeah. Where they want us to think, okay, these guys are the heroes. And they shouldn't have spent the first four seasons deconstructing how terrible everything is. Yeah. Yeah. They spend the first four seasons being like, you want to be a hunter, a random audience member? Well, your life's going to fucking suck, mm-hmm. and everyone you love is going to die. You're going to have a weirdly codependent relationship with your sibling, <laughs> and you're going to, and when you get injured, which will happen a lot, yeah. you're going to have to go to the motel bathroom with a fifth of whiskey and some unscented dental floss and make that happen. Yeah. You'd think the, the peppermint flavored. <laughs> Dental floss that would clean the wood. Had a nice burn. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the bacteria. Yeah, it'd be like uh, hydrogen peroxide. Un-flavored, it would burn it out. Unwaxed. <laughs> you just you just pour whiskey on the wound and you hope you're having a good day. Oh, God, you don't. Yeah, but yeah, like, doesn't that? One of my passions is cooking. I could never be a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I love to cook. I need a kitchen, like a fully stocked kitchen. Yeah. So. We said several times the first five seasons of the show was planned out, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel like it. Not I. Not everything. Yeah. I don't think every single thing was planned out. But like the arcs the were. Arcs were planned. Yeah. Out. Yeah. 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 Clearly, there are some things where I'm like, man, if this was somebody's dream to make, they need to get a new fucking dream. Yeah. Yeah. Like family remains. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say, you know. We shit on the shittier episodes of Supernatural, but even the fact that they are able to go and get, like, their TV, like, right for television and things like that and yeah. get this done yeah. is more impressive than anything I've ever done. I mean, yeah. that's true. I'm kind of thinking about Ego's speech in Ratatouille where he's like, it is easy to be a critic, but it is hard to, uh, you know put art out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the critic, the critic only faces risk when they're the defending the new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel sometimes, where it's just like, we're just three yokels shitting about Supernatural. Yeah. But we really love it. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it up. I think it does. And it's fun. I thoroughly love this show. Yeah. But part of loving something is understanding why it should also be hated. And we looked up the writers for this episode, and both of these writers have written other episodes for the last episode and this episode that I really love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Julie, um, the writer for this episode wrote The Monster at the End of This Book. I love mm-hmm. that episode. Yeah. Um, Andrew Dabb was the freaking showrunner for a while. Yeah. During what I call the good seasons Ooh. of the later. He also wrote Chris Angel, or she also, Julie Siege wrote Chris Angel's a Douchebag, The Monster at the End of This Book, Fallen Idol, 99 oh. Problems, which is a good episode. Yeah. And it's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester. Nice. Those are all really stellar episodes. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's that thing where it's like, you're not going to make gems every time you, yeah. you work. 
it's not like the goose that lay the golden egg that can constantly lay mm, golden eggs. Yeah, you're you're gonna have like a brown egg. And yeah. then um, Andrew Dabb, who wrote the last episode, which we didn't love, wrote Yellow Fever, After School Special, Jump the Shark, I Believe the Children Are Our Future, which is great, Dark Side of the Moon, Hammer of the Gods, yeah. which is an excellent episode, Weekend at Bobby's, which is also a really good episode. Ooh. Man, it's too bad Bobby's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. For that episode. <clears throat> at least he won't be in that wheelchair no more. Actually, he's still. It's what he be. always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> they gotta push him around. But they he gotta... also wrote Alpha and Omega. Ooh, uh... that's rough. <laughs> the episode ends with Sam being like, "Yeah, I really don't want the whole like white picket fence life." Don't need Actually, that knuckler family. I'm gonna mention one more thing. Okay. I'm gonna Columbo this. Oh, <laughs> and one more thing. Nobody learned anything this episode. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe Gary did. Well, Gary. No, 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 he didn't. I mean, he learned yeah, that he loved dumb they, bitch juice. They pulled he, yeah, it in at the end. He learned to not dabble in witchcraft. Yeah, I think he. I think he learned that the real witchcraft <laughs> is the, the friends, friends we, we made, made along the way. way. So real quick, the episode ends. So Trevor and Nora kidnap Sam. Yeah. Sam tries to break out the ropes, which I guess he's tied up pretty well in ropes. I guess buff sam would be able to do it but 98 pound sam's not cutting it yeah yeah um trevor is like uh gary can't fucking kill dean this is a whole thing Mm -hmm. so he uh summons a demon that possesses nora and the demon then kills trevor which was pretty satisfying yeah trevor's a little idiot and just uh he deserved to die total fucking asshole and i hope he burns in hell sorry and nora's not really into it like sam was like this is a terrible idea you should stop doing this and nora's like yeah i guess i need a man to tell me what to do so we should stop (laughs) i just went along with it because i'm into gary but now that you're here in gary's body i'll guess i'll quit like which is a whole thing yeah and then um nora runs off to go kill dean and get sam's body which doesn't have sam in it so she's going to manipulate him into saying yes to lucifer which is how these two idiots failed so upward that they fucking just (laughs) almost ended the show yeah um or these three idiots excuse me and then uh gary and dean tag team uh, exercise Nora. And that was pretty cool. That yeah. was pretty cool. And by the way, that demon was a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everybody was drinking that dumb bitch juice. Yep. Every fucking person. And then they switch back bodies and Sam's like, your life's not so bad, Gary. And then Dean's like, really? And then Sam's like, oh, I was totally fucking kidding. <laughs> but Gary gets Nora at the end, so I guess nobody learned anything. Yeah. Uh... Honestly, I thoroughly believe that Nora was like, "Yeah, no, fuck off. I need, I need space. I need time. I need you out of my life." So this isn't going great. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I'm like Gary didn't learn anything is that at the end he's not horrified by what he's done. Yeah, he's just like, "Oh, my bad, I guess." And then Dean's like, "No, man, we would fucking murder you if you were over the age of 18," which is kind of horrifying of Dean, but whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess he is a witch at that point. The fact that a demon is standing in front of him and he has not... He, he likes out. Dean at this point. Yeah. Like, he, he likes Dean and he must assume that Dean loves his brother. So he is keeping... He is keeping Sam away from Dean. Yeah. And the fact that a demon comes to him and is like, I'll give you anything you want. And Gary's like, more power... That kid hasn't fucking learned anything. He hasn't learned damn Sam thing. hasn't learned anything new other than he was right at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. None of these characters grow or change at all. 
Yeah, and that that pisses me off. Because we just wasted an hour of our life watching this show. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, I, it doesn't have to be Sam and Dean, but God, yeah. something from Gary at least. Like, if no one learns anything, it just it didn't even move the story. It didn't move the plot. No. Like we did, we didn't even learn anything new about the show. We didn't learn anything new from these characters or the lore. Like maybe or the world. The yeah. one new thing was that Sam was like, "Well, I'm I'm perfectly content in my existence." That's yeah. it. That was the only thing we learned. It's another fucking witch episode. Yeah. Where the the witches are like, "I got it out of the spell book." Is that the only way? I mean, I know it's not because I've seen the other parts of the show, but the first couple of seasons, it's like, "I'm a witch because I write from a book." Ha <laughs> ha! Like, there's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I don't need the ending to be as cheesy and like played out as the whole South Park. Well, I learned something today. Yeah. Ending. <laughs> but I need some proof that these characters have been changed in some way. That they've grown. That, that they have affected the world around them and the world around them has affected them. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen this episode. No. It just didn't. So all in all, that's a solid C for me. Yeah. It's a C. Fucking really. It could have been so much worse. Yeah, it could have been better, could have been worse. Yeah. D plus, man. I mean, fair enough. Honestly, it would be like a C plus, except for the fact that none of the characters grow or change. Yeah. At, at all. And it doesn't have to be positive character development. Oh, I'm giving it. It can a, be negative character development. I'm giving it a D plus. Mainly because of like the one Seeger song. I don't like Seeger. I don't like that song. Mm-hmm. If they had picked literally any other song by any other band, I would have given it a stronger score. Also, hmm. already, already, I'm kind of really tired of the whole Sam and Dean fucking hate each other narrative. Oh, here's one other thing, and I had this thought when we were watching the episode. So are we to understand that Sam doesn't like this one song, or are we to understand that Sam doesn't like classic rock? Well, in the first episode, we kind of get him like complaining about mullet rock and butt rock as yeah. a yeah. whole. But there has to be some shit that he likes. There has to be something that he enjoys, because yeah. the show doesn't explore what Sam likes music-wise at all. N- that, like maybe one or two episodes, but you're right. He likes yeah. Asia. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He maybe no. liked Asia. I mean, what are you what are you saying? He listened to that same song every day for like ten years. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do when I when I have a song that I really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't beat it into the ground? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. Uh I do beat it in the ground. Um, yeah, so I know that Sam at the beginning is like, ugh, mullet rock. But mm. part of Sam's ca- character development, especially since he settled more into this hunter life. And we see that in, like, his clothes have changed. Um, I was going to mention the hair, but not really the hair. If, um, if the episode had ended, if it was, like, any other, like, classic rock song, like, maybe Zeppelin or something, I don't know. Yeah. And then, say, like, you know, Dean goes to, like, turn it down because he knows that his brother's back in the car with him. And, like, Sam's like, no, you can, you can turn that back up. Yeah. Like, that would have been, like, a cool... Honestly, if you'd just been like, dude, I have been stuck with Mozart all fucking week and I missed this. I missed Motorhead. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, that would have been something. That- it would have been a way a character has changed a little bit. Yeah. I must assume that Sam likes classic rock because we never hear anything different. And I don't want to accept the fact that the show just gives so, like, 
just doesn't care about Sam outside of the plot. Because mm. we know a lot about Dean's personality and his personal interests. And I don't know. I don't know what that means for Sam. Not a lot. What are you thinking? I mean, I don't have any input for this. I mean, fair right. enough. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it's like you say, like, like Sam is the second class citizen of this show. Uh, pretty much. He's not always. And we do get snippets where he's like, yeah, I just really enjoy this. But I wish, I wish he would just be like, I have hobby outside of hunting. I yeah. wish both of them would be like, I have a hobby outside of hunting, honestly. Yeah. Because Dean's hobbies just seem to be getting drunk and having sex. Yeah. That's like it listening to music mm. i don't know big three maybe we could find out that they like crochet or something that'd be hype yeah 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 dane just like does like cross stitch of the impala yeah i would love that yeah that's adorable all right well that's all i got cool sorry that i was like we're done and then i was like nope actually i have two more points yeah i think it happens every other episode yeah they were good <laughs> points though yeah they were they were solid points yeah all right well next episode is gonna be better than this by god what's it called the song remains the same sam listens to heat of the moment by asia over (gasps) and over and over and over again because he just loves it so much because he loves it so much and nothing bad happens at all yeah (laughs) next week Next week, let's dive into these characters a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we've we've talked about their characters a lot. It's kind of impossible not to do, but yeah. let's talk about them outside of the story of Supernatural, like what their interests are or things we can glean from the show that maybe the show doesn't state outright, but like I are feel, implied. I feel like we're just going to make like a lot of head cannons next episode. Then. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Sounds about right. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Well. Think about those head cannons, boys. Yeah. Well, uh, you at home also write these out. See how yours compare to ours. Then tweet at us. Yeah, yeah. At Havcast. Yep. Do you think Sam has any hobbies? Let us know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we do find out. Well, I'll, I'll save that for next. We do week. find out that he's yeah. got some hobbies later in the show. Just in these early seasons, it's jarring that they're still like Sam doesn't like classic rock. Yeah. You know, because it's like, really? Then what does he listen to all day? Is it just classic rock? Because that's kind of sad. That is kind of sad. Yeah. Beaten down into dirt. If you want to get beaten down with us next week, tune in. At Havcast. If you want to be on our social media, you can go to our website, Havcast.com, where we have links to all of our social media pages, including Twitter, where we're the most active. Uh... Instagram, where we're going to post some pictures. Yeah. <laughs> of uh, Travis and Ben doing duck faces. <laughs> it also has a link to our Patreon, where, no, you put that camera down, sir. <laughs> you put it down. Da- I will murder you. We also have a Patreon, where if you donate, you can get a show called Let's Shag Ass, where we watch something that is supernatural, supernatural related, but not supernatural, and that the actors are the same. So next month, we're actually going to yeah. We've also got some things planned uh, in the future that are looking pretty cool, pretty sharp. Yeah. So, Hell you know, yeah. maybe subscribe to our Patreon to get earlier releases of that. Hell yeah. Um, and until next time, have fun. And don't die. Peace out.
Wow, that sounds like the worst comic book ever. Let's write it. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible time. <laughs>